Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones, and I'm here with... Mrs. Jones, how y'all doing? Tonight's topic, we're talking about how to treat a man. How to treat a man. In a relationship. Yeah. Um, well... We received a uh, Facebook uh, message or a post. It was a post where... Uh, my man, who's also a minister, it says men are taught since you how to treat a woman and what not to expect from a woman. But women are taught what to expect from a man, but not how to treat him. So essentially, mm. my man is saying that a lot of women these days are not brought up on how to treat a man in a relationship. But rather what to get from him. Right, but what to expect from a man, but not how to treat him. So I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Bay here cook on this for a minute. I'm cooking. All right, go ahead. All right. So I think this statement, first of all, is false. Um, I, I don't I don't think it's true. Um, not for all women. Um, I think a better statement, or I think what is most likely happening, is is that women are seeing the relationships that their mothers or the women in their life are having with men and they are making their own assumptions based on what they see. I think that is what's happening because um, now I come from a very traditional background. My mother, uh, my grandmother was very devout uh, Catholic Um my mother, who grew up Catholic and became uh, apostolic when, uh, you know, before I was, well, when I was little. And so, you know, growing up with my mother being a minister and then a pastor, um, assistant pastor and whatnot, it has, it, you know, I grew up with a mother that taught, this is what you do in relationships, you know. This is how you treat men. And this is what, now, I was also taught what to expect. Certain things like, you know, you should expect stability. You should look for someone that can, um, you know, keep their word on things and do what they say they're going to do. You should look for someone that is going to be, have integrity and, 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 and act with purpose. Like, you should look for those things. But then at the same time, my mother also taught that, you know, you should, you should never, you know, uh, under, undermine your man you know, or talk bad about him. You should never, no one should ever catch you in a corner talking to somebody else about your man. No, you shouldn't, you shouldn't talk or confer with people, uh, about even the, some of the bad points. If he has a, a weakness in an area. You should never disclose that weakness to someone else. Uh, she also taught me, you know, you never call a man. Don't, you shouldn't call anyone out their name. But uh, even more so than that, like, you know, don't, don't call a man out of his name. Let a man be a man, which is one thing she said. But even in that man being a man, he should still be respectful. He should still respect you, honor you, you know, cherish you. But, you know, I also was taught biblically that the man after marriage, because maybe not so in relationships, but after marriage, he is the head of the house. 
you know, and that women are to be, you know, submissive, you know, and she, you know, taught me about that Proverbs 31 wife that we talked about on our last pod. So with that being the case and having a, a traditional mom that set this precedence for me, I can say that I personally was not taught or, or me personally, I was not not taught how to treat a man. I was taught how to do so. And I was taught how to honor them, you know, and how to whoever that man would be, you know, how to make sure that when you, when your husband leaves the house, you know what I'm saying? He is in the best possible position for the family. You know, if you see something's wrong, if you see, I remember my mom used to always say, if you see uh, uh, so much as a string hanging from your your husband's suit jacket and you ignore it, that's a problem. You know, so I don't know what this what this post means because for me, it wasn't prevalent. But let me get back to what I said and I'll let you get it. Um, I think that a lot of women have watched mothers and aunts and, and family members deal with very, you know, rocky relationships. And I think that through some of those rocky relationships, these women have developed an idea of what it means, what they should expect. And then because of those situations and maybe some of what they've gone through themselves, I think that is what has caused them to not really know how to treat a man because of maybe past hurts that they've seen from those that they know. Um, but I can't say that that goes across the board for everybody. First, <laughs> I like to say this. It's funny how people talk about the uh, how to treat a man or this situation or that situation like they're they're wishing for the good old days. First of all, you know the person that posted this is probably around the same age as me, maybe a little younger. Uh, second of all, they grew up in a household where it was both parents there and they were very active in the ministry, so he's very traditional, or you know. So that kind of comes through with him. He's also uh, working in the ministry and things of that nature. So it is weird that I guess when you're in a situation, you do see that there's a stark difference between what to expect from someone and how you're being treated by someone. And once again, it's also one of those posts that have you looking at my man's wife like is he's saying something about you. But when you peel back the the wide angle view when you can see the forest for the trees a lot of men a lot of what we call these relationships and you say women aren't taught how to treat men because a lot of men aren't there in the household when you literally have a 20 to 25 year gap where 70 percent of our households are being led by women mm -hmm. where most people were single parent households and then when you go to church and even when you go to church, most churches have mostly women there. Or there's a few guys, but it's mostly single women ministers and, and deaconesses and choir members running and holding it down. So it's hard for us to see how um, a man in a relationship is supposed to be treated when we don't get to see stable relationships. And the ones we do sometimes aren't even the most stable. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is a situation there, but why are we putting this off on women as far as, like, they're not taught how to treat us as men? I would say it's the other way around. If you find a man that is got a good head on the shoulders, we're not even talking about a man that has a decent job that's faithful and everything else. Just finding a man with a good head on his shoulders that's not out mingling and all this nonsense. And we even, we'll even take it down into their 20s, 25 years old and up. If you find one of these guys that ain't out here trying to rap, trying to kill and steal and just smoke weed till their brain falls out. First of all, that's like gold out here in these streets. You ain't... <laughs> You know, it's it's just plain and simple. It's just not a lot of dudes out here that's got their stuff together. And I can sit here and, and me in my 40s, hey, it took me a minute to get my stuff together. But even with that being said, when you're talking about how somebody's supposed to be treated in a relationship, what is it that we're really discussing here on that post? Like, are we talking about is a woman cooking and cleaning? Is a woman the way she's talking to you? Like, it's just such an open-minded post. Like, you can sit here and say anything and just blanket statement, oh, they don't treat women, women don't treat men the way they used to. Like what? Like, did you wake up and get a pot of hot grits thrown on you or something? Like, what's mm. where, where are we going from? Because the days of a man being able to, as long as he provided... He can do whatever he wants. Those days are over with. You, there, back in the day, as long as the man put food on the table and paid these bills, they was letting the man beat the woman up, drink all day long. As long as he provided and put food on the table, this man could, he was at home molesting kids and stuff like that. And these relationships are still going strong today. But as long as he was putting food on the table, we, hey, we got that man that big piece of chicken and we don't live in those times no more. Mm. We don't live in those times no more where a man can literally do whatever he wants because he's working a job. No, you don't get a cookie for doing what you're supposed to do and you don't get a pass for doing what you're supposed to do either. So if you're out here doing stuff, abusing your woman, emotionally being toxic, if you're, we're not even talking about the worst of the worst. If you're just not being a good dude, you can't just call yourself because I didn't cheat. I'm going to still just be a jerk to my wife and she going to stay here and take it. Mm. No, a woman don't have to stay here and take you being a jerk no more. So if that means that she treated you a certain way, then guess what? We live in a time and age where you can't let a quote-unquote marriage or relationship tie you down, especially if it's making you unhappy. If somebody is coming into your life and they are bringing you sadness, joy, making you depressed, if they're telling you you're nothing, if they're putting you down, if they're hurting you in any way, shape, form, or fashion, mm -hmm. you don't have to stay in that relationship. True. True. And just because a man is out here working don't make him a good man. You know, there's a lot of dudes, we call it the good dude award. Oh, uh, he working the job. He take care of this, man. He being he being a good dude. That's what we supposed we supposed to be good dudes. Okay, so I'm a big I'm I'm one of these I have a pet peeve. I can't stand when people are rewarded 
for something that they're supposed to do. Like, don't get me wrong. I think every now and then a reward or some sort of token to a person, uh, uh, you're doing a good job or whatever, it is in, in place. You know what I mean? It allows, it reassures people, it lets them, it keeps them on a, on a good track. It lets, it reinstills in them that, hey, your work, what you're doing is not unnoticed. You know, but even then, I'm not one of these people that believes in the whole, hey, let me give you a cookie because you've been doing what you should be doing. So my thing is, is like this. Now, I don't know how we flip this to, to men and now we bashing men because this is about women. And I'm, you tend to oh, be a little I'm easier saying, I'm saying on that. women and I tend to be a little <laughs> hard on women. And it's cool, but let me get to, let me get to my part. So my point of this is like, yes, there are men out here and they are doing, you know, there are men out here that literally are doing exactly what they should be doing. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and clap my hands when you, this is something you're supposed to do. But even then, let's jump back on to women. I think that there are women that are out here that literally are not taking into consideration their part in a lot of situations when it comes to the men. Like, case in point, you know, it, it's always, it has always been a case where people have said it has been centered around me, me, me. What can be done for the woman? How can the woman be, you know, feel special or you're supposed to do this for me? Like case in point, I'll give you a prime example. Valentine's Day. Who's Valentine's Day about? Uh, the women. Right. Why? But my point exactly. It took you a minute, <laughs> right? So the point of, that I'm trying to make is, is Valentine's Day is traditionally people think that it's supposed to be, oh, a guy is supposed to put all these flowers out. He's supposed to have rose petals from the door to the bedroom. He's supposed to have chocolates everywhere. I'm supposed to get flowers at my job. Yeah, room. You better get a hotel room. Whatever. But I'm supposed to get flowers at my job. You know, some flowers is going to die in two days anyway. Anyway, never mind. But the point I'm trying to make is, you know, it's about this woman getting, 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 getting. But what is being done for the guy? And the thing is, is most women, if you ask them, they, they gonna, they'll say, oh, but he has me. And they go, he, 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 he. Because most females have that mindset that it's not about the guy. The truth of the matter is, it's just like a woman wants to feel like they're wanted and appreciated. Men feel the same way. And to truth be told, there's a lot of men out here that have left females, have cheated on females, and all the above because they did not feel like they were being cherished, number one, that they were... that the need that they had to feel important, to feel wanted, to feel appreciated was not given to them. And the truth of the matter, I'm not saying that makes it right, but I'm saying that it causes you to think and it should cause you to think and say, wait a minute, what is it that I as a female am doing wrong? And it, maybe I can learn how to step out of myself and do something nice for him. 
I remember, okay, I, you know, on one Valentine's Day we had, I didn't have no money. I wasn't really, you know, I didn't have no money like that. And, but I knew I wanted to get a gift. So a gift that I gave that I thought was pretty, pretty awesome. I didn't know, I, I thought it was, it was all I could do, but I didn't know it was going to mean that much. I bought him a tie and it was a blue tie and it was really nice. And I remember when he saw it, he was, he was just kind of looking at me like, you got me this. Like, now I don't know all of his feelings behind it. Well, I know some cause he told me, but the point remains is that I'm not saying you got to go nuts. You may not have no money. You may want a whole bunch of stuff, but you may not have a lot to give. But just showing, uh, uh, being attentive enough to say, I'm going to get him something so he knows that I actually care about him. And I think that's what the post is saying is, what are you doing to make sure that his needs are being met as well? You you know what? I'm going to break this post down really quick. Oh, here we go. You know, there is a stark difference, especially in the black community, mm -hmm. on the way that we celebrate Mother's Day and the way that we celebrate Father's Day. Is it? There is a very stark difference. Break it down for us. Between the way when we get when we talk about Mother's Day in the black community, it is one of the bigger holidays all year. It's almost like Christmas. It, it's like Christmas, Mother's mother. Day, Easter. For you know? the mother. And, and yeah, we, we want to go all out. And I'm talking about it's just blown out. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. There were Father's Days where, and I've been a father for 20 years now, <laughs> going with 21 this year. But, you know, when you can go several Father's Day and, and people don't even say Happy Father's Day to you. When you go and, and not let alone get gifts and presents and stuff like that, let alone somebody taking time out to just give you a phone call and be like, man, you know what? You did a bang up job with your kids and I see you out here doing what you can. I really, I, you, you know, you, you good if you get a Facebook post, if you're a black father. And I'm just being real because a lot of That's black true. fathers ain't there. The reason that it means something to me because I am out here trying to be the best father that I never had. Right. And I know there are a lot of us other fathers that are in this post. We can sit here and just say we're doing the most because we just want to sit here and, and break down every angle of it. But that is the angle because when That's a lot true. of dudes are not in the household, when you have a lot of households that are broken up where, you know, you don't live with the kids no more or you're not really in a relationship for a long time. It's right. not stable. Right. Yeah, it does look like, man, we, we out here get to, like, black men get the short end of the stick. And a lot of times they do. All the time. Mm -hmm. Like, the moment you say something, the moment you get a weird text, it's like, you know, it's a situation. Mm -hmm. You got you to gotta explain stuff because us as black men, we have a reputation of doing two things, cheating all the time, and if we ain't cheating, do we got a reputation of being uh, aggressive? But you and violent. You raise a good point just now. You all, you said that men, black men, have a reputation of cheating and 
what was it? And then, and then, and then uh, hyper aggressive uh, and violent. And violent. So let's dig into that. Let's dig into the why. Now we can ask why for a long time, because I'm sure there's we'll never be able to hit every single reason. But while we're here, let's try to hit on uh one one part of it. So men have a tendency of or what we hear, you know, a lot of black men get caught up in cheating. So why? Now, one thing I said earlier, which is, you know, part of it could is is the part that, you know, I'm not saying men when men are right for going and cheating, but let's go back to what the the message said was that a lot of females aren't taught how to treat a man. Now, the thing is, is if a man is in a relationship and he is feeling as though he he is not getting something that he should be getting, you know what I'm saying? Now, I, now some men, yeah, it's frivolous. Some stuff is really dumb and stupid. We already know those guys. But then what about the guys that actually are trying to do good in the relationship and they are constantly being avoided. The things that they are constantly asking for are being ignored. The, the, the constant times that they are beckoning, hey, I need this from you, or you're not doing this, or can you please, or can you, you know what I'm saying? And they're trying their best to, to wait it out and for, for the woman to, to show up, and she's still out here spending his money, or she's still out here doing all of this. What do we say to that? I tell you what we say today. What do we say? You gotta learn how to let folks go. If you dealing with, if you dealing in a relationship where you feel like the only way you can get what you want is by cheating, look, can't none of us. You probably should have been let it go. Can't none of us out here. Can't none of us dudes out here now. If you can afford to, if you got enough money to convince two women that y'all want to share me and we can have two wives or. A polygamous relationship, whatever they call that situation. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, don't do it, bro. <laughs> the no. point, but the point of the matter is, if you feel like you have to satisfy yourself with another woman, then that just means you just playing the woman you got sitting next to you. Mm -hmm. And if she ain't doing enough and she ain't willing to come meet you halfway, then you got to learn how to let that situation go. Mm -hmm. you rather, you best served by moving forward Rather than putting a woman and and capitalizing on her insecurity by cheating on her and wind mm -hmm. up getting shot dead in the middle of the night when she snap on you, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. life is too short to be spending years and years in a relationship, mm -hmm. and you feel like you got needs and she not willing to come halfway and meet them. Right, and that's one of those things where. We can sit here and we each have our own experiences and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But I can sit here and tell you, there have been times that I was in relationships and stuff wasn't going down the way I wanted it. And sometimes I can work that situation out, and other times it didn't. But cheating, just like if I was doing anything physical, beating somebody up or something like that. Right. It's still unwarranted. Don't nobody deserve to be cheated right. on. Right. Nobody deserves to be cheated on. Nobody deserves to be beat. But even with that being the case, I like the point he's making is that stop cheating yourself. If you realize that this person ain't giving what you feel they need, they need to give, walk away. 
But the problem is that's going to be the next topic we talk about. Why is it so hard for people to just walk away? You know, so, but, but even with that being the case, yeah, if you're not getting it, walk away, let it go. If, if you feel, okay, you know what? I don't want him to go. Then guess what? Start changing. You know what I'm saying? Change up some stuff. Spice up some things. You know, if you're married and specifically I'm talking to married folks, you know, spice some things up. And the reason I say it that way is because, you know, uh, we're married. So <laughs> I want to talk to the married folks, but spice something up, you know. Um, but I think as a rule, you know, it is important because I don't want to hop on the whole what men aren't doing for females because that's not important right now. That's a whole other topic. topic. Well, you kind of started going there. I was thinking you wanted to go there, but but the truth of the matter is, is on the female tip, females should take the time to get to know their 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 guy, their man, their bae, their husband. You know, take some time to understand what it is he needs. You know, ask the question. Are you getting everything you need from me? Is there something that you feel you're lacking? Is there something that you feel that I could do better? Or maybe something I'm not doing enough of. And I'm not saying it puts you in a position where you sitting here and you got to change yourself. I'm saying if you are in a healthy relationship and it's still at a point where it's healthy, ask the question. Now, if you know you're already at the point where both y'all are already near chopping each other's throats off, it's probably not going to be beneficial if you're asking so much of that question because y'all probably already toxic. You know, you may just want to keep it moving. But if if there is anything that can be salvaged, take the time and really get to know him. Get to know the man. On, on, on days like Christmas and Valentine's Day, don't just think about yourself. Say, you know what? I think he would smell good on with this. I think he would look good in this tie or this hat. Let's break down the other side of this post. Oh, my goodness. Are we saying that women are not, that their mothers are not teaching their daughters how to treat men? I think that's what, the, well, that was what was said, but it's not true. There are some mothers out there that are still teaching their, their girls how to treat men. They are. Now, I'm not saying it's a lot of them, because the way this world is now, we got more young mothers out here than we ever have, and you know they ain't teaching nothing. It's about grandmas. And you know what I'm saying? Now. Right. I'm just saying. You know, they they not teaching nobody. Hey, shout out but, to our 30-year-old grandmas. Right. And, and the crazy thing, the reason they can't teach nobody is because they're still learning themselves. You know? But the truth of the matter is, is, there is still a small remnant of, of older, you know, mothers out here that are, have taught their daughters. You know, I have a sister and my mom literally, I remember this to the very day, my mom sitting us down and saying, hey, let's have a talk. You know, and I remember thinking in my mind, like, I am 12. Why did you tell me this? But can you say it's like passed down like a recipe or something? Like it that? is passed down like a recipe. You know, I remember one particular time where I uh, were even me and you were about to have what we call heated fellowship. 
And I remember my mom was in ear distance. And one thing my mom always said is don't ever have an argument in front of people. You do that at home between you two. Don't let, don't, don't do that in front of, why? Because you don't want anybody to think that they can ever challenge your husband's character or don't, or that you can paint him in a bad light. So I remember being like, hey, come on, let's, let's go for a ride. <laughs> and we went for a ride and we reconciled our differences. But the thing is, is it's like, you know, there's not a lot of older, uh, older moms and grandmothers that are passing down that wealth of knowledge. Now I'm gonna tell you another reason, another place where you can get that because there are some women that really want a a mentor like mother, grandmother that could teach them these things. Because some people's parents don't teach them. But you know where a lot of this you can find it in the church. You know, you <laughs> have. I have a lot of conversations, or I used to have a lot of conversations with our 20-year-old daughter, basically just talking about, you know, just dealing with men in general, because at the time she had a boyfriend that she was really liking on, and it was just me kind of just telling her, look, you know, I know you're smelling yourself pretty deep right now, and you head over heels in love with the situation, and you need to face back a little bit, not saying, hey, just how you treat, you know, because at 18 and 19, how are you really treating someone? You know, mm -hmm. how are you preparing for marriage at 18 and 19? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, look, I know you're smelling this dude real hard, real tough right now, but you need to, you know, be able to, you can respect this dude, but still keep your eyes open for the nonsense. Right. That's going on in the periphery, you know. Right. Look around you and see that this situation ain't the way that you think it is. And sometimes us as fathers have to pull our little girls aside, and we hate it because we don't want to see anything. We don't want to know anything about our daughters, especially our teenage daughters in love life. Mm -hmm. But the way that we love our wife in front of them. Right. Let's them know everything else because if we are being trashed to, if I'm being trashed to my wife, then that's what my daughter understands that she's going to wind up messing around with if I keep doing that. Right. And so I have to show, hey, I kind of have to lead by example on one end, but I also have to be the one to take my daughter to the side, take her out on dates, spend time with her so that she know how a real man is supposed to cover a woman. And that's vice versa. If I, as a female, as as his wife, if I am constantly in his face talking about you ain't this and you ain't that and you ain't got this and you can't even do this and you worthless and you're this and you're that and, you know, uh, I don't even know why you're here and uh, what are you stupid or what are you this? If all my children see is the way I talk to him like that, then guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to create that same mindset in my daughters to talk to men that same way. Because guess what? They're going to look at me and be like, oh, mom can talk to dad like this and look at dad. You know, so what do you think they're going to want to do? Me... They're going to want to talk the same way to whatever dude they're dealing with. And guess what? 
Not every dude is okay with that. But let me give a moment <laughs> of silence really quickly, or just give a moment of reflection. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys that get respected by everybody else, but the woman they are married to, the woman they come home to. That's true. That is true. They are respected and highly regarded by everybody else that they meet so at true. work, they go to church with, or they they go out and hang out at the bar with. They get more respect going to the gym, and then they get home and they get cussed and yelled out about every single little thing. Mm-hmm. That could be going on. Mm-hmm. And see, my whole thing is not just, I just live that life. Mm-hmm. But I know people that going through that situation right now where everybody else in your whole life. Ain't got a problem with ain't you. Love ain't, you. ain't in your face. They think or... you the dopest person they ever met. And then you come home and you get told you're nothing by the woman you love. And the person that you sleep next to every day. You know what I'm saying? That you got to actually go home and sleep next to. Telling you, you know, you're nothing. And you're trash and this. So the thing is, is you got women out here that's literally, you are trashing. You're trashing this man. And then you and then you want to get upset because after you've trashed him, now you want him to go out here and buy you a Valentine's Day gift that's worth 300 something dollars. No, you ain't getting nothing. Well, but then that's a whole other situation where it's not... It's not even just that. When you when you come home and the bullets start flying mm-hmm. and you get nagged to death when you just want to sit down, right. especially when you just came from work and you don't know how work went, especially when you didn't probably came in the house, you didn't probably told a few women, nah, I'm married, whatever, nah, I got a girl at home, whatever the situation is. Then you come home and you being nagged to death to the poor. You walk right back out the door and you just want to just express yourself and how frustrating it is to be in that situation. I know people that are going through that struggle. I've seen it. I've been in that struggle my minute, myself. But I can sit here and tell you this. You have to learn to let that go. You have to learn to walk. Man, ain't Some nothing rela- worse than when you were in a relationship. You were in a relationship where one mm-hmm. of y'all going to end up either in jail mm-hmm. In a mental hospital, mm-hmm. or dead, or worse, right? Because y'all just constantly beefing and barking at each other. Mm-hmm. Is you, you're tearing your you're tearing your kids up because they anxiety and somebody say something to them and they flinching, they mad, right? And then you turn yourself up because now you could be in a whole new relationship and get triggered by somebody saying the slightest thing to you. That reminded you of that experience. Mm-hmm. Some people have post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. from from situations they were being in. Like if Bayer moves mm-hmm. her right hand up, I will instinctively flinch back mm-hmm. because of the situations I've been in. You know, right. and not mm-hmm. saying that she would ever do that because you know I love her so much, and you and know, I love you so much, and, 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 and I'll ever do that to you. But just saying this at certain <laughs> points, if you've been in enough fights. Right, right. That's true. If you've been in enough fights and somebody reaches, they can be reaching to hug you, but you instinctively dip your chin down like you're going to take one. But, you know, and it, it's true on both ends. Like, just like that, you know, kids, I, let's talk about, like you were saying, children. You know, they get so used to seeing people swinging in their home. That causes post-traumatic stress for them. 
You know what I'm saying? So they are constantly flinching even when they're around people because of what they're seeing take place at home. Like, as a child, no child should really have to see that, but we know the reality of the life that we live. And sometimes we get in situations with people that we don't necessarily call for. We don't say, hey, I want to be beat up today. It happens. You know, we, we connect with certain people that have that, that tendency. Um, but even with that happening, you have to be the type of woman or man where you don't allow that to linger so long in front of your children that it can cause, um, you know, you know, un, 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 unreversible damage. You know what I'm saying? The damage is just too deep. You don't want that, especially not for yourself, but even for your children. You know, I think people are just so eager to have love at the end of the day they forget about everything else that it takes to be able to to support a relationship it's not the relationship is not just about love it's about so much more and i think that if you're only basing it on love then you're wrong you're already headed down a wrong path because at the end of the day, there's going to be days where you don't like the person. And that love, you you ain't going to see it. But but you'll have, there'll be more that you can rely on because you're not just basing it on love. Love is a feeling it, that you feel, you might feel right now. But what happens if, you know, y'all hit a rocky spot? What else can you base it on? You know, so I, I think that, you know, I like the fact that you pointed that out about what happens, you know, especially with children and, and these young women and training them up. You know, fathers need to be more open to talking to their girls about, hey, this is what some of us stupid men do. You know, this is what some of these boys may say, you know, this is what this is how it looks. I think that's very important. Well, the main thing that I want to just say, you know, before we wrap up is just, when we're talking about how to treat a man, you always want to treat anyone with respect, dignity, integrity. You always want to be as open and honest as you can. You always want to make sure that you're doing everything that you can to, you know, keep an open mind and support someone's hopes and dreams if you're going to be in a relationship with them. Especially if you're married. And it's never too late to change up the situation. So if you know that your relationship with this man is toxic and it's because of a lot of stuff that you've been through and you're doing, then y'all can sit down and have that talk and y'all can work on that. Go get some counseling. Speak with a professional. Get some therapy. Y'all... Those things you can do with the other person, you know, within reason, y'all can make that happen. But yeah. as far as how, you know, as far as women being trained up, you know. Is it necessary? It's necessary for a man and a woman to show someone the way. It, it's really necessary for, because it's hard for me. It was hard for me to know what to do in a relationship if I didn't have my grandfather standing up that that could show me how he treated my grandma. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if my grandfather didn't have a talk with me and pull me to the side and tell me 
this is what things look like and this is how things went when he was younger and stuff. You know, he discovered stuff, you know, and had the birds and bees talks and stuff. But I had an older man that in my, you know, 17 to 18 was, you know, greatest man ever, my uh, grandfather Richard Jones, who told me, who actually went step by step. He said he never let us hit on girls. You don't never put your hands on a woman who literally went through step by step, said, you know, that whole phrase of you don't want to, you know, dog a woman out and this is why. All that stuff came from him bringing, you know, pouring into me. So it's one of those things where if you think you need some advice about your relationship, Ask, ask I mean, grandma. Ask I, somebody old. Or I agree. Like I was saying, in church. Like there. Like that's one benefit that I used to be so happy that I had when I had a church family. Knowing I had a church family was I could go and talk to some of the older mothers in the church, and they would be open and honest with you. Even some of the older men, they will sit and talk with you, and and share their their situations and. What happened with them and how they handled it? Maybe that's the route that you may need to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, take an opportunity to talk to somebody. And I will even beckon you, don't always be the type where you're looking to go and talk to a friend. Because that ain't always it. Sometimes you got to get out of the box. Because I, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Everybody has, when they have relationship issues, they always want to run to their friends. Somebody but sometimes always, it's your friends that are going through issues too, and they're actually not qualified. Not everybody happy to see you happy together with someone. You know, but but even more so than that, how can you go to, it's just like a single person trying to teach a married person how to be <laughs> married. How can you teach me? And you're single. <laughs> we had a talk last You know, so how what I'm saying. Somebody, how can they have this married woman? over singles ministry when basically you being a bunch of being around a bunch of single women and you married could put strain on your marriage. It could. But even but even with that being the case, like think of what I just said. Like you going through uh relationship issues, you got a friend that's in a relationship and they got stuff that they going through or may may or may not be going through. Why would you go to somebody else Knowing they have a situation or they're going through situations too, seeking for advice. Go to somebody that's 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 older. Go to someone else. Like, I think that's the thing is people are so nervous to like go because I think maybe they're going to hear the truth and maybe they just want to, they don't, don't want to hear it. it. <laughs> people do not want to hear when they want Right. Well, hey, do to each his own. But um, I would suggest, you know, with that being the case, like you said, uh, summing everything up, definitely take some time, latch hold to, there are still senior senior citizens out here that are, that would love, one thing I love doing is volunteering at senior citizen homes. I've done that a lot. Um, And if you just go up there on a Saturday and just help out, Ask them, hey, is there anything I can do to help out? Can I clean a board off? Can I do this? And I promise you, them senior citizens will pull you, sit you down, and talk to you. And they will be 100%. Take some time. Do something different. And allow whatever 
uh, inspiration God sends your way through whatever, you know, person you meet, allow that to help you. You know, sometimes you can't change by doing the same thing all the time. You know? Oh, I'm I'm pretty much good on the topic. Uh, I'm good. I guess it's time for some housekeeping. We just want to thank everyone for listening. Um, we got a special shout out to my man Mike Plunkett. <laughs> you know what we're talking about? Uh-huh. Shout uh, out! Shout out! Uh, Art Smith. Uh, they, they we all good now. <laughs> so, uh, shout special shout out to my cousin Elise. Um, and we're still praying for you. We Love you. Lift it up in prayer. Love you um, and, and, and Deetra. Yeah. Um, and, um, all family. All family, man. Uh, was there anything that we had? Oh, no. Uh, April 7th, um, Backstreet Bar and Grill. Um, yeah. We'll be out mm-hmm. in these streets mm-hmm. helping out another one of our artist friends. We might do a little set. Yeah. You might hear something you like. Uh yeah. And that's about it. That is about it. Um, other than that, we thank you guys for the listens. We thank you guys that are tuning in. You know, when you get a moment, share the podcast with someone else. You know, if you have thoughts yourself, get in contact with us, my, with me, or, 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 oh, get in contact with him. Send us a message, you know, a question or anything like that. We will definitely make sure we cover it. But until then, we just thank you guys for listening. We thank you for um, the topics and everything. So And, and visit our website, uh, www.jonesundergroundpodcast.com, and we'll see you again next time. Bye.